0: Welcome to VG Empire Episode 7. This is uh, your host, Brett Elston. I've got two guests with me. Who are you guys? I'm Tyler. Uh, And I'm Henry. Uh, Thank you for joining me. That was the Mario Kart Super NES Battle
1: Mode music. So many fun memories. So Mm -hmm. many
0: memories. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think we've
1: talked about this before, but my friend and I would... um, I set up... I ran my SNES through my... VCR, mm, yeah, so yeah. that we could record yeah. like our Mario Kart battles and races, and then play them back. And be like, ah, it was like our own little personal YouTube yeah. before wow. YouTube. Or, and we would record other games and just yep. play back the best moments because oh, battle That's mode awesome. so much fun.
0: I've still to this day, like when I go home for Christmas and you know summer trip back to my parents' house. I uh, have the same thing where I've got a bunch of VHSs that are like me playing through Secret of Mana. Mm, yeah. <laughs> and, like I've got like and it's all pre-YouTube stuff. I've just got it sitting there and I'm like I should just upload this or yeah. but the idea of getting it off a of VCR it's like eh, yeah. it's gone forever. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> yeah, this episode is all about Mario Kart cuz uh, Mario Kart 7 is out this week. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's getting these great reviews and I thought, you know what? You know, game has some good music. Mario Kart, mm-hmm. and we'll get into uh, some other games in this. Well, one other game in the series, and mm-hmm. I'll maybe explain that a little bit more later. Why some of the other Mario Karts aren't in here, but Henry, you're on because you're Mario. Oh yeah, I love Mario though.
1: Um, you are Mario. Yeah,
0: I, I'm a big Mario fan, and you're wearing
2: a Yoshi T-shirt right now. Uh, yeah, I am. <laughs> uh, I just put on one of his
3: closest.
2: Uh. <laughs> Uh yeah no and I'm a big I Mario's music is part of the reason like it's he's so great but um I definitely played uh I played my share of Super Mario Kart but it was uh a later Mario game I really Mario Kart I really got into
0: yeah. but uh, I I played a crap load of Mario Super Mario Kart because and this is something that gets glossed over a lot. This was the first mascot kart racing game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, the idea, the idea was not, like, t- at this point, it's beyond cliche to do this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And even the idea of a new Mario Kart is like, oh, yeah. yeah, oh, There
2: we go. I feel like it's almost come back around, like, you could make, like, like uh, I don't know, someone can make, a, uh, like, an indie game that's, like, a joke, uh, meta joke m- kart game. Sort of. Something.
0: I mean, that's why, not, not a joke, but, like, Blur was modern Mario Kart. Yeah, and yeah. it was really, it was really good, good. And I'm so sad that it died.
2: Yeah, nobody played it. it Well, quite fun. Yeah, it was a ton of fun. But yeah, it was after it came like crash racing and yeah, uh, I mean just any crash racing was the best. Can we get a new Diddy Kong uh,
1: Racing?
0: Diddy Kong Racing was pretty all right. Airplanes, man.
2: Yeah, I would say, actually, yeah, I think my personal favorite not Mario Kart Kart game is Diddy Kong. Yeah, but,
0: but we're not talking about Diddy Kong Racing. Yeah, we will. I will, though. It's a good soundtrack. Mm. Um, but uh, Mario Kart's soundtrack is by, uh, from what I understand, Soyo Oka, who's the first female composer that, oh. has, been, uh, that has been featured on this show. I no? know that. I um, would have bet yeah. it
2: was either... Well, it doesn't sound like hip Tanaka. I was going to yeah, bet it was Koji that. Kondo. It's but, not Koji Kondo.
0: Uh yeah, I looked her up, and uh, all I can tell is that she uh, did some other various Nintendo things in the late '80s and early '90s, and had some hand in the Super Mario Compact Disco. Ooh! That UK-only, uh, <laughs> yeah. super weird, like just just YouTube Mario Compact Disco. It's it's One of the in- craziest crazy. It is things. insane. Um, God, well, there's, there's a song about like Bowser that sounds like Devil Went Down to Georgia, and it's like <laughs> it's like Peach and Bowser singing to each other. It's so <laughs> crazy.
2: So it was cart like her biggest game, I guess probably.
0: I guess or... so. That, that was just her, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I'm getting a lot of this information again. Uh, if you don't know it already, that video game database, the VGMDB, <laughs> is an amazing website full of like tons of knowledge. And for a lot of this stuff, I want to like not just go to. I want to do a mix of like what I remember about the mm-hmm. music, and then obviously Wikipedia helps supplement that. But then also VGMDB gets sometimes a little even more specific than a wiki will. But yeah, I try to bring some manner of expertise to this because I don't come from a music background so like I can't sit here and tell you well this style invokes something from the like I don't know sounds like a guitar I guess oh wait <laughs> it was a viola damn I'm bad at this that's a <laughs> uh,
1: square wave yes. and a uh, syncopated beat and uh,
0: got it I'm with you sure that I'm with you but yeah so that's Super Mario Kart I thought I'd lead it in with battle mode which is kind of what everyone spent yeah, yeah. I, it's one of those games yeah. I wish there was a counter because oh, I wonder if it was hundreds of hours yeah uh, New Year, New Year's Eve, I think, 93, was uh, my, like, one of my mom's friends and I, we just, because I was, like, 12 or 11 or something, and I just, that was my New Year's Eve one year, was just 200 rounds of Mario Kart yeah. Battle Mode. Wow.
1: Wow. And it was always fun. I mean, it was something everybody wanted to play. Yeah. Before mm-hmm. you had connect and yeah. move, you didn't need those, everyone wanted to play Battle Mode and... Yeah, and all of the Mario spin-off games really. My mom loved Mario Golf and it, it's a really oh. good game.
2: Uh, well, it's fun. It's yeah, it's funny that like the racing like was what was supposed to draw you in, but right. eventually battle mode like took over for everybody. Like yeah. races were fun. The races were undoubtedly races fun. were quite but, good. Yeah.
0: But yeah, just and it, to me it was the cool thing about the Mode 7 world. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like being able to navigate it because it was yeah. it was the first time Mario was in a 3D, even a fake 3D mm-hmm. scenario. So I would like start a two-player game and leave the second player idle just to drive around the track and, like, explore it, driving
1: backwards and zigzagging. Yeah, it was one of the first times you could just explore a 3D environment. Yeah, Mm -hmm.
0: and it was cool because the screen was split in half so you could see your car on the bottom and, like, see you coming. And just the idea of... <gasps> yeah, we're in the same yeah. space. Like, yeah, it was yeah, such yeah. a cool concept. Yeah.
2: I just like also just the color palette of it. it like, very cool. it was such, like, it was definitely like the bright yellows and reds and all that stuff in that, green. Like, all the vibrant colors you got from Mario World like yeah. were put into it. And, but yeah, now you mentioned Mode 7. Like, I don't think it probably would not exist if Mode 7 wasn't a thing you could I don't do on Super have, NES. Yeah. Like,
0: I don't know how you could have done it. Because, I mean, F Zero brought it out of the gate, F Zero yeah. on Pilot Wings.
2: It's almost like they started with mo- They're like, we've got this mode seven thing. Like, we should make another racer. Well, who should star in it? Well, Mario. You know, there's also was it? Uh, well, no, Mario had been in a lot of other spinoffy things. Like he had had his own golf game on the NES and uh, sort of. And he had that pin. He was the star of pinball. I sort remember. Of. Yeah.
0: This was but- like I feel like this is the first thing that it's like this is definitely Mario universe.
2: Yeah, they traded on the whole universe. It wasn't, it wasn't a cameo. Yeah, and it wasn't just like, I, like it wasn't just, I'm playing as Mario, I can be Bowser,
0: I can be Yoshi, I can be Donkey, Donkey Kong Jr., which I believe is his last mm. like yeah. appearance yeah. Before, he, he be, before that incarnation of Jr. became Donkey yeah. Kong in Country.
2: Back when he was wearing a onesie. A you know, one, ugly onesie. Ooh. I don't like that. It yeah. just really
0: accentuates the lack of pants. But he also yeah. is made to Ooh. look
2: like he's like, as mentally, he's like three. Like, oh, almost. yeah. yeah. Like, or he is just supposed to be three. Like, Also, uh, fun trivia speaking of how people look, this was the first time. Uh, <laughs> this, uh, so, there was Mario uh, 2 in the USA that made Luigi taller. Uh-huh. But uh, the, as far as the rest of the Nintendo team cared, that was isolated to Mario USA, as they right. called it. And like, Luigi in Mario 3 and Mario World was still a palette swap That's right. for Mario. Mario Kart was the first time Luigi was drawn as a different looking person You're than right. Mario. You're right. So, wow. Or at least since Mario Two. And wow. and since then it was accepted. And like even when they when they redrew his sprite for Mario All Stars, like then he became tall oh, Luigi. Right, right. So
0: this is information, everybody. Yeah. So we're gonna move on to this, the rest of the tracks. Um here we'll do two more and we'll come back. Uh next up is Koopa Beach, which is one of my favorite uh, just all these Mario Kart songs are pretty silly and fun, but I think mm. it's uh, it's at the good end of silly and fun. Mm. Yes, that was, that, that was a point I wanted to make. Um, the Mario Kart wasn't just stolen as a concept of like a kart racer, but that mm. the music even, that mindset of uh, the who cares about the canon kind of music, because this is all very silly and fun, despite the fact that you have villains in the game mm-hmm. racing in a silly manner with the heroes. So even that was carried over into all the copycats, where it's like good guys and bad guys, who maybe even had any past mm. are now here with no respect for the canon at all and then the music is always this accentuating the festive fun of it yeah you rarely the, get anything that's suggesting anything otherwise this is
1: just silly and fun. yeah
2: or they're on a break or even like the yeah. actors yeah uh, like, like they're just playing parts That it, yeah. is like the first it's also like the first time bowser just kind of really got
0: like yeah wussed out so this is koopa uh, beach and then donut Plains, and then we'll, ah. be, we'll be right back Just compl- you were just complaining
1: about the whistle in that song. <laughs> whistle. Well, not just that song. I feel like it's a reoccurring instrument throughout the market. It's that, yes. That high-pitch oscillate. Beep,
0: yeah. beep, beep, beep. There's, that whistle is definitely uh, um, uh, omnipresent. It's the only and, thing I
1: kind of irks me. But, I mean, it's not bad. It's just kind of a, a strangely grating noise to choose for the uh, yeah. for the high there's register. Another,
0: there's another sound that keeps in this. That, mm.
1: it,
0: like, it's in the ghost. Uh, I'm the, down with that. The ghost. Actually, I bet I can find it here. I've got this hooked up. So, yes, like that. that Exactly. That kind of noise is in the game all kinds of places, uh, including one of the songs I'm about to play, which is the Mario Circuit, the main music from the game, or the the first track, Mario Circuit. Mm -hmm. Just like an oval, I think it's pretty simple, and it's the first track, so it's music everybody hears all the time, and and, Mm -hmm. you know who cares. But I actually think it is a good song, and it actually has a good escalation because it actually it reaches this high point that. The first time you play the game and you sit down, playing a track that's not just kind of this endless loop of bouncy music Mm. in the background, it actually has this, it reaches a zenith, and then the song loops. Mm. I thought that was kind of a cool, like, you really get sucked in right away, that it's building, 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 Mm -hmm. and then it really seems like it's going to be, this is going to be really cool.
2: Also, when I think about, maybe from a composition standpoint of their music, like, like I guess they, when they were, like, making, like, a Mario, uh, you know, platforming stage, like, they know basically how long it's going to take you to get through yeah. it, but like they, I think they have a better idea of how long a lap is going to take, and yeah. so they can write around that. You know? bit,
0: yeah, that makes sense. I did one other thing I wanted to point out about uh, the the robustness of this soundtrack that I thought was really cool, um, and it's a thing I I always noticed and never really comprehended until I was stacking the show. You know how whenever you'd race, you would um, win, mm-hmm. but depending on who won. It would change the lap, like the victory lap music, right. every time. So, like if you won as Bowser, <laughs> yeah, you'd get that. But if you won as Donkey Kong Jr. and or if you won as Koopa yeah, Troopa, there was. it is. This is the one I liked. Koopa Troopa. Oh, just
2: that sounds like a turtle just ambling around.
1: Yeah, <laughs> some lounge music. Luigi. I remember that one. <laughs> The one I'm gonna remember the best is Yoshi, because I always played as Yoshi.
0: I went between Koopa and Yoshi. Koopa, Troopa, and Yoshi. Mm. Peach, getting kind of sexist.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> do, 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 You're a girl.
0: <laughs> Where's Yoshi? Oh my
3: god, come on.
0: Okay, Toad.
1: <laughs> like a music so box, or little. Something. Yeah. And Yoshi. Yeah, yeah. that but I don't mind the whistle here oh, I love that the Yoshi noise uh, Yeah, oh, God. Makes me realize just how much I played Yoshi That of all of those, yeah. this is the only one that I'm like
0: Yeah, I remember yeah. But yeah, that's just uh, I thought that was very cool Like, It's not just a generic victory lap music yeah. It changed depending on who you were playing as um, So going into the rest of the music um, By Soyo, Soyo Oka it's a hard thing to get out in one syllable the Mario Circuit Which is the first track And then complemented by Rainbow Road Which is the last track mm. in the game And uh, we'll talk about Well, Rainbow Road yeah. The bit is It's basically the last track Of every Mario Kart game right. As mm. established by this game And I think that this Rainbow Road music Is the best Rainbow Road music mm. it, it really sounds um, Everything else in the game Is like we said Pretty silly and fun And Rainbow Road's the only thing That has like a sense of urgency to it mm. And it really sounds like This is important and this is going to be difficult. And this I mean, is it's like, funny. It's, it's like,
1: all on the line. Like the game's just really silly throughout. But I remember every time you you know you're doing the last circuit, you get to Rainbow Road. It's like yeah. there's there's a sense of something dramatic. Like oh yeah. my god, this is the mm-hmm. final race, and We're it's in out. the heavens. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. Plus, it looks so Everything's weird. Everything's on the line, <laughs>
0: and there's mm-hmm. no boundaries on anything. You just fly yeah. off constantly.
1: It was just one of those things that was so hard. You would talk to your friends about yeah. it at school. Like,
0: oh man, I got through Rainbow Road. Like I got first on Rainbow Road twice. I, and just, yeah, being really difficult, even just to get to it was always kind of mm-hmm. tough. Um, but yeah, so we'll do Mario Circuit, Rainbow Road, which is one of my favorite Mario songs, period, is Rainbow Road um, from Super NES. And we'll be back. <laughs> Rainbow Road, absolutely, one of my favorite. Uh... Henry, you you seem to perk up with that. Well,
2: yeah, I do like that one. I, I like that, the SNES Rainbow Road, and it, like, it it has a lot more drama to it, but I, uh, personally, I prefer the 64 well, Rainbow Road.
3: Now that
0: we're on that topic, Henry, let's move on to Mario Kart 64. Okay. Um, hang on, I need to do that more appropriately. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so Mario Kart 64. Uh yeah, released in early 97, um like 5 years after Yeah, Super. pretty pretty close. And it's just um uh, the music of this game which one the game itself I think I would argue is still the best Mario Kart mm-hmm. for various reasons that you can argue why another one's maybe better, but something right. about 64. I would say. And it's not so much nostalgia because I was fifth, I was 16, so mm-hmm. I was old enough to start not getting so... I mean, I still have, you know, very fond, you know, nostalgia, rose-colored glasses memories from my teenage years for sure, but it's not like an NES game where, like, it could be kind of bad and I'll defend it forever. Mario Kart 64 is just like... It seemed like even 10 years after that game came out, people were still playing it regularly. It was like every college dorm. Yeah, and And we uh, we had annual in May, Memorial Day every year, we had (laughs) tournaments. And I won it every year so handedly that they ended up making up a new rule that whoever won the previous year could not participate the next year because I won it every year.
2: You just had to sit out and watch the player.
0: Because uh, Mario Kart 64, um, at this point, it's been probably 10 years since I've even played it. But back in the day, squeaky chair, back in the day, uh, that was, I played it over and over and over and over. And then when I'd finally play against other people, it was like friends who, you know, yeah, they played it, they finished it, but they didn't Mm -hmm. like, that's all I played for probably months. And I would just cream everybody. And I wish uh, that came out when I was in a college area at that point because I was in high school, so I was just mm-hmm. playing with the same friends. But like, yeah, yeah, it, yeah. it would have been interesting to see how, how competitive I could have actually been with it. Because at this point, it's like I probably suck. At this point, it's been so long.
2: Back in my like in those years too, the N sixty four was like my is the thing I played most multiplayer on in my life. Oh yeah, it's for like, sure. It wasn't just Mario Kart. I think Mario Kart sixty four was the first one I really like started doing a ton of multiplayer on though like GoldenEye was right after that and Perfect Dark and Smash Brothers like it was just so much yeah and and also just the advent of like four players like four player was the norm yeah that that was the
0: first console to come with four controller ports on it Mm -hmm. and it still took a while for like PS2 still shipped with two still shipped with two GameCube still mm -hmm. had four Mm -hmm. and yeah it was was, and Xbox had four yeah but the uh, did it no, it had four. It did it. it four. Yeah, but, I have a hard time remembering the, the makeup of that machine. Oh, uh, that
2: giant monster! It um, is a big,
0: big console.
2: But yeah, I like. Uh, I like sixty four quite a lot. I played a ton of it, especially like the the battle mode the most. Like the battle mode was good. I actually,
0: introduced the balloons actually. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, the balloons are duh.
2: So they're they're also like the. I remember in sixty four wasn't it that the power slide wouldn't it wasn't blue sparks it was a little it was z a little yeah it was letter. Uh, yeah.
0: That's right, yeah. Yeah, and that introduced, yeah, the holding. You could power slide in the original, Mm -hmm. but yeah, you would would hit the shoulder buttons, and you could still power slide around corners, but 64 added that element of charging back and, you know, waggling Mm -hmm. the stick back and forth to charge the turn and letting go. And that was like literally all I was doing to win. Like, Mm -hmm. in hindsight, I'm probably not even that good, at the game, but I'm just like telling everyone, no, here's how you do it. <laughs> and they're just like, I don't know what, this is too hard. I'm like, it's really not. You just I push know. it one way, push the other way, push it back. I never felt like I really
2: mastered, I really understood how to power slide until I played yeah. DS a ton. Like, yeah, that you know, yeah. was the, that, but the, um, also 64, like it, like it does. Now the pre rendered carts, like, do they look l- bad. They look bad. But, but I also just love, I wish, uh, like, um, uh, the one that just came out, Mario Kart Seven, it has old, it has old battle levels. Yeah. But I cannot believe that for the N sixty four one, they chose they chose the you know circular lava Bowser Ugh. one oh, instead yeah. of the like, I can't remember the official name, but the classic three
0: tiered oh, one yeah. like, that
2: everyone's that favorite is the greatest. Yeah. Like battle, like but they didn't use uh, I just it seems that's, like such a mistake. That's the now, Mario Kart equivalent of like dust
0: or whatever. Yeah. Exactly.
2: Yeah. Exactly.
0: So I was disappointed not to see that. Mm, but that's true. true. Um, the soundtrack is from Kenta Nagata. Probably no relation to our own Tyler Nagata. I've been I'm going to guess. Yeah. Um, but uh, he worked on 1080 Snowboarding and uh, parts uh, of Wind Waker 1080 later.
1: 1080 Snowboarding,
0: I like that. He worked on Wind Waker too. You know, not not completely. Yeah, yeah Wind yeah, Waker is one of those you know, uh, composite soundtracks from, yeah, from a TV. I feel point. like
2: that's how Zelda's, uh, not to get off on too much of a thing, but yeah, isn't Zelda like... Like Kondo, kind of. I know that he did it with Galaxy, the Galaxy games, where he like yeah. he gets a group of composers oh, yeah. work with him, but he sort of oversees it.
0: You yeah. know, uh, the thing for for me, getting back to the music specifically, um, like I said, it felt that uh, well, as you'll hear in the first song that I played, something about Mario Kart sixty four music. It sounded important like right away. It has mm-hmm. it still has some silly goofy songs. Like there's a Moo Moo race track that's just <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. Like chasing chickens or whatever. It's almost like Yakity Sacks. <laughs> yeah. Very, very yeah. yes, very close to Yakity Sacks. But like there's just something about it that has like that uh, chorusy sound to mm-hmm. it and it carries that through the, a lot of the soundtrack and it sounds just it's weird because it's not as sixteen bitty as the Super NES one, and it's not as bouncy ridiculous as Double Dash would be after this. Mm-hmm. Which Double Dash, I just I can't find a good song from it. Maybe <laughs> there's a good song in there, but like everything that I played when I was playing it, I was like, this is like maybe it fits the mood, but like to listen to it on its own, I can't I can't pick out a song. If you can suggest one in the comments on bgempire.com, I'd be happy to uh, to concede that there's a good song in Double Dash, but I it's it escapes me. <laughs> The th- other, so yeah, it, it it's right in between the two. It's not so game musicy sixteen bit, and it's mm-hmm. also not as totally silly. And one of the I liked that both the original Mario Kart and this do is that they still make music that's invocative of Mario levels. Like mm-hmm. here's a level that looks like it would be from a Mario game, but none of them ever lift Mario songs, like yeah. which is very common in game music. You'd be like, hey, it's a level from Mario One era. Mm-hmm. Well, just put the you know put mm-hmm. that music to boop boop boop. Yeah, like
2: super uh super mario 3d land does that in several stages where it's like this stage is an obvious you know tribute to a mario 3 stage here's a remix of the mario 3 music
0: which i like i like i definitely like when that happens but it was interesting that they didn't take they didn't go that route they Mm -hmm. made all new music um so first for mario kart 64 let me pull up my notes here we'll go into the mario kart 64 theme which Mm -hmm. is the title screen which uh again like the title screen alone is just this very it sounds kind of more important it just has i'm making a gesture with my hand that you can't see yeah it explains everything if only you could see it and then we'll go into the koopa troopa beach version for Kart 64 because it's always good and then i will be right back
1: enjoying this uh, <laughs> my tie and a coconut as it's much very as like
0: calypso mm. and steel drums and yeah. Yeah, but it, I love the steel it's very cool um to have that in a in a again it's just like that sound capability getting to the point where you could actually do something like that and mm-hmm. it, yeah. it sounds tropical like super adventure island episode two uh episode two of bg empire like he uh Ko- yujo koshiro does a lot of tropical sounding stuff but Even with the power of the Super NES, it still couldn't do like that kind of sound to sound exactly like a steel drum. So that was kind of cool. That Um, does
2: remind me. Speaking of sounds from those games, that reminds me. I think this was like uh, since it was right after Mario sixty four. Like the people talked, like the drivers talked in it and said, like you know, I'm a warrior. I'm gonna win. Oh yeah, yeah, they were. Mm -hmm. That uh, I don't know. I feel I, I I think now it. Uh, like the talking almost annoys me and I wish they would shut up. There's I, a lot of it, yeah. But, the, but back then, <laughs> oh, back then, yeah. Back then they didn't have as much space to talk and, and Bowser, well, Bowser still goes just...
3: Yeah.
2: Like, which is fine. It's just sound effect.
0: Yeah. No, that's a good point, which is kind of where I got with Double Dash. It was just mm-hmm. too much everything. Yeah, yeah. I don't necessarily think the game is bad or the tracks are bad at all. I don't really think that. It's just it was a harder game for me to want to play. I mean, I beat everything in that game. Mm-hmm. Uh, everything, like, the hardest difficulty on the reverse tracks and, like, just did everything there was. Um, but it, when I was done, I was like, and I'm done. Like, I can't keep playing this. Well, so they had a character
2: like Waluigi and the
0: Babies, which, like, yeah. Um, but multiplayer
2: was cool because you, you could know. do eight player multiplayer yeah, if that you was had neat. the yeah, that was two TVs and a, and a warp pipe yeah, uh, but,
0: to play online sort yeah, of. You could, yeah um, we gave that a shot it sort of worked. But uh, next going into um, let's see if I wrote anything else down about MK64. Uh, the next track uh, we'll do Toad Turnpike which I think is a really Ooh. cool level. Mm-hmm. I love that level. It's like a highway with other cars and yeah, uh, one thing was I hate It's such the, an intense level. Playing it in reverse
1: is so much fun. Re- yeah oh
0: reverse God, is cool. Yeah. But the thing that pissed me off about it though was like Driving and if driving on the regular one, if you run into the back of the car, oh, yeah. you still mm. shoot. That's that was a big thing I didn't like about yeah. Mar- that got to my nerves is you shoot straight up in the air, yeah, and like you just stop dead, and it's just yeah. so aggravating.
2: It could just slow you down and just go, and you yeah. bump, you bump yeah, but no, you just
3: wow 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 Oh
2: god! <laughs> so oh yeah, it was Toad's voice in that one? Was it like me? Like his? Oh, I don't the, remember. Or was it back when it was like hey? like there was a point where it went from he high ch- pitch to, yeah. to like, yeah.
0: I'm not sure actually
2: I can't remember I feel like yeah. it was the
1: yeah, I feel like I'm trying to remember his spinning out noise Yeah, that comes to mind I could be totally well wrong. that would be Wario could have made that oh noise that's too. true
0: so we'll do Toad Turn Bike and then uh, the Rainbow Road from Mario Kart 64 which yeah. I know Henry you're eager to talk about this and as am I um, Mario Kart obviously it always ends with Rainbow Road the Rainbow Road in MK64 was such an amazing level mm-hmm. uh, just it had that one like just a huge like corkscrew almost going down mm. and then you could see pieces of the level from other parts of the level like it just really gave that sense of it's not a flat plane in space that you're racing on it really felt like this rainbow that had been carved yeah, yeah. and yeah. shaped into in a, outer space in like, space into the, the shape of a racetrack which was yeah. super cool and then this music, again, for a completely different reason, gives that sense of finality and like mm-hmm. really big grandeur. And to me, it sets the stage for all the other Rainbow music uh, in every game since. Because yeah, I feel like they... Since this, uh, like Double Dash, I think, is just this song again, mm-hmm. just sped up or slightly remixed. But then even like in Mario Kart DS, and I haven't played it yet in 7, but I assume it's similar. Yeah, it is. They, it is. They're still going for this sound that this one started. Mm-hmm. Um,
2: well, because it's such a... It feels, like, operatic, like yeah. a space opera. Like, it like it feels, it, the sense of finality it gives is more, you know, uh It's a tri- very triumphant mm. song. Yeah, and it's like, you made it this far. Not, like, the Super NES one is more like, you've almost made it to the end, but you've got to keep going. Yeah. Like, like this is going to be the most taxing thing, but you can
0: make it. Like yeah. the, Plus, yeah. like, the last thing that happens in this track is that huge ramp down. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: yeah really cool. Funny to me with the most fun I had on Rainbow Road was after we'd beaten enough times was trying to find that one spot you could fall off and get a Mm -hmm. shortcut and and cut to the end of the lap. And we were just, just... over and over, falling off. Yep. Nope, missed fall off, and we would, you know, I or mean, like,
0: what if I had this with this item and use it at the last second? I don't know
1: where we were getting our information. I guess maybe, maybe Game Packs would Game Packs would have just started. Not, yeah, I think it started in it. December of '96, so it's possible. Yeah, but there was... we were somewhere. We were looking. and We had magazines. I feel like
0: I feel like I was doing that, but only because. You just played it so much. Mm-hmm. Where yeah. you're just like, I'm...
1: I wonder if I could do this. I wonder if if, I, if could I could fall could. off here, could I get on that? And you would just yeah. keep trying until you did. And then, and then it That's works. why you had a VCR hooked up. Yes. So that <laughs> you could
2: show your friends, look! <laughs> well, you got so used to the music because Rainbow Road, like in 64, was
0: such a long horse. Like, it it's was a like, long track. It was like twice as long as the second longest <laughs> I almost felt. Of... I think this, the the peak of, my, of this Rainbow Road uh, fandom... Because around the time this came out, I was also it was the biggest PC gamer I ever was at the mm-hmm. same time. So I was playing a lot of Doom 1 and 2 and wow. making Doom levels and playing Warcraft 1 and then eventually 2. Um, so as, as much as I could get into PC gaming, I was. Without having to get a Pentium chip, which wasn't out yet but was imminent. Mm-hmm. Uh, wait, no. By 96, it was. What, yeah. am, I, what am I talking about? I, couldn't, I didn't have a Pentium for a long time. So I, like, I never Sorry. got to play Quake, basically. Um, So I was stuck in that (laughs) pre-Quake mindset. But that's when my Doom level making was at its highest. And, you know, playing all the total conversions of stuff that you download. And uh, one of the things I remember doing was making, I think, a level based on my house. Mm, changed, Changed the sound effects to, like, different Star Trek toy noises. I'd, like, hold my Star Trek ships up to a microphone and... Change the shotgun sound to like a Romulan disruptor, mm. but then the music was a MIDI of the Rainbow Road, <laughs> and running around playing a Doom level like that is like wow. like going to such lengths. Like, gosh, you don't understand how cool this Rainbow Road music is. But uh, we'll we'll do that. So Toad Turnpike, Rainbow Road, Kenton and is as a composer. So yeah, we'll be right back.
1: See like a cheesy like '90s anime ending with that song, with the characters <laughs> kind of sliding in <laughs> off screen and fading in and out. Uh, I was gonna think maybe like running towards the camera. Yeah, <laughs> either one, that's good.
0: good. <laughs> so that's that's Mario Kart 64. Again, uh, there wasn't a soundtrack of that released in the U.S. Um, I had that soundtrack, the Greatest hit soundtrack. Which when I found out it was at a EB Games at the time, mm-hmm. I remember calling and like breathlessly, Do you, "I heard you had the Mario Kart soundtrack." Like. Yes. Do you have any left? Yeah, I've got a whole box of it. Should you save one for me? And he's like, they'll they'll be here. It's no fun. And they're like, Mom, I got I got, to go. <laughs> and just like getting there. And I literally bought the only one. Like, it was still tight to take the CD out of the package that it came in. Cause, oh, wow. Like, it's packaged that tight. And it's like, I had to be the only one within 100 miles who mm-hmm. was like, give me that soundtrack immediately. Like, just, and, and made a special trip to go get the soundtrack to a Mario Kart game.
2: That was a weird time where, like. For like a three-month period, it seemed Nintendo was like, let's try selling CDs. The N sixty like,
0: four kind of kicked the play it loud yeah. era. Kind of, they there was a super NES, oh, there was Killer Instinct. Killer too, Instinct, Killer Cuts had one. Ki Gold had a soundtrack. Mm-hmm. I think 1080 may have had one as well.
2: And there was definitely one that had the 64 soundtrack on it too.
0: Uh, Mario but. 64 had its own, Ocarina had its own that wasn't complete, but it did have one. Yeah, I didn't have the Ocarina one. I also had one was Wave Race was on one as well, wasn't Sort it? of. I feel I know I had one that had like it was like a mix of Wave Race and Mario. If, there's one that has pieces of Mario, Blast Core, Killer Instinct and Star Fox, although the Star Fox song is a remix of Corneria that never appears in any game. Ooh. And the Wave Race song is also not from Wave Race. Hmm. That's right. I'll then, go. I'll go into that some other time.
2: But then after Nintendo tried that, they're just like, eh, yeah, let's quit, forget it. it.
0: Um, so yeah, that's MK64, which again, yeah, just mm-hmm. I love it to death.
2: Well, as I say, the Rainbow Road has uh, a really funny YouTube video. If you guys haven't seen it, it's, oh yeah, uh, just just search Rainbow Road in YouTube, and it's the first result. It's, the guy singing uh, the song. Yeah, it's a guy. It's called the road. It's called the Rainbow Road. <laughs> it's. You-
0: yeah. Uh, I, I somehow missed that, but it has like a million views or something? Yeah,
2: like a mil- it's close to a million three hundred thousand, which, which is almost like peanuts in YouTube yeah. view these days. Like a million views doesn't matter. Any- almost doesn't matter. I was oh. talking
1: like with our, our neighbors and the neighbor was like, yeah, I saw this video. It was this cute girl playing the drums kind of okay. It had like 80 million views. Yeah. Like, yep. Yeah. Oh, cute girl did something.
2: Yeah. 80 million. Though, you know, I'm in a video that has a million views. The
0: uh, PS3 unboxing. Oh, right. Yep. Oh, nice. I think I was somehow not there that day. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not even in that video. You missed yeah, out. Because there's of a
1: million views less than Henry Gosh.
0: because of that. So moving on from Mario Kart 64, like I said, I don't remember anything from Double Dash that stood out to me. And I beat Super Circuit and the same thing. I don't recall any music. And in DS, I feel the same way. It has a lot of remixes from prior games. Like DS covers a lot of ground from mm-hmm. past stuff. And it's like a Waluigi pinball song that's kind of fun. Yeah, I but recall the, liking that. song. The problem, just DS music and GBA music, is hard to play in general because mm. it's hard to get like really clean sounding audio files of. At least I've had trouble getting them. Mm-hmm. Both like you know when they're released. The only time I've had it is like Konami has like CDs of some of their GBA and DS games, the Castlevania stuff. Mm-hmm. Those sound great uh, because they're like direct audio, like probably dumped from you know the composer's desktop or something like that. Not a lot of people are releasing albums of Mario Kart Super Circuit music or yeah, the Lunar Legends soundtrack or... <laughs> you know, super
2: Circuit it, certainly has like not... Uh, that's yeah. the, like the least favorite, everyone's least favorite. Yeah,
0: I, I blew through that really quick and played a little bit of multiplayer and it was kind of like, well, this let's play Mario Kart 64 again. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, but so instead of this episode being that short, I wanted to do a little bit of Mario spinoff stuff from the same time period. So
3: mm-hmm.
0: keeping with Mario Kart 64 vibe, I wanted to do just a couple of tracks from Mario Golf which yeah. is Camelot. And this is a game I did not play when it first came out. Mm-hmm. And it came out like around nine. Ugh. Oh, my dates are failing me, oh no. I feel like it's 98. I was going to say 98, somewhere in there. Maybe 99, somewhere in there. At, at most, 99. Because like... Tennis was 2000, and Mario Party was right around in there, too. This is where the Mario spinoff, like, Avalanche, began. Yeah,
2: Well, like, when it seemed like Nintendo's, like, N64
0: is only going to be supported by us, yeah. so let's just make Mario everything. So, But Mario Golf, that first Camelot one, is mm. really good. I love it. I got into it most in 2002. Yeah. Like wow, like right, right before the GameCube one came out yeah. I was playing the N64 one like every day And Toadstool Tour is good too but the, I, I meant the to play it, I just never
2: did But the N64, I prefer the N64 one
0: It's just <laughs> classic But the opening of this game, I always thought it was cute Because they're all playing golf mm-hmm. and I think I've got it cute up here
3: <laughs> oh,
0: <yeah>. Hang on <laughs> Just a very, very (laughs) quiet should be called Wario. Like he's under under his breath it should be called Wario. Uh,
2: That's Charles Barnett. Just uh, (laughs) uh, (laughs) ad-libbing.
0: I just love that. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, let's go into uh, a couple of tracks from Mario Golf. Um, It did teach me the rules of golf, that game. (laughs) Really? Mm -hmm. I really really like that game. Yeah. I know you prefer the Game Boy Color one, but
2: um, actually, no. For the uh, for tennis, Game Boy Color okay. Mario Tennis is my Game Boy Color Mario Tennis is in my top ten games of all time. Wow! All time. Like I love that game so much, but um, but I just loved. I don't know. I, it just perfected how to play a golf game to me because, like, I I mean, I guess that you know, there's the controls of you know Golden Tee, which I get that, but like, just going boop boop boop, like just three clicks right, to hit. Them. Yeah. That is just, ah, I love that. It's it's just perfect. It's just perfect. Though it was where the voices got, like, they made it so you could abuse the voices of just hitting the, the C buttons to go, like, eh, good shot, good shot, good, good shot, good shot. All right. Like,
3: woo, woo, like ugh. <laughs> Your friends could totally there troll some, you. Um,
1: some intense family, uh, <laughs> family game nights with Mario Golf. I mean, we would play, like, tournaments, basically. Oh, yeah. And just... To, to take hours, and it was like—I yeah. mean, maybe not as much as Mario Kart, but for mm-hmm. the period of time that like we did love Mario Golf, you are going to do the 18 holes.
2: Like, it's gonna takes a while. Yeah, yeah.
0: it was yeah. a lot of fun though. I believe the composer Motoy Sakuraba. Hmm. Sakuraba, okay. yeah, I'd never really heard of this composer before, but uh, a bunch of again another like kind of you know ingrained Nintendo yeah person. But looking through uh, the list, uh, some Star Ocean stuff. Valkyrie Profile, Tales of Destiny, Shin Megami Tensei, Devil, Children, Game Music, Arranged Tracks. So, yeah, a lot of Star Ocean, Baton Kaidos. Wow. Um, Rogue Galaxy, Arranger for that. Tales of Destiny.
2: That also reminds me that, like, it was weird that Camelot Camelot turned out to be, like, the perfect developers for Mario Sports. But, you almost went, like, based on their background of originally being, like... Uh, like Sonic, the or Sega's RPG team until they and then they spun spun off into their own studio. Right. Like they never, uh, as far as they they got the Mario job by doing Hot Shots Golf or Everybody's Golf. Like uh, right. and then Nintendo basically just stole them, just like still like yeah, you should be making them for Mario instead. And mm. and that's what right. Camelot has still been doing. Like a
0: yeah. uh, fun modern note is that uh, Motoy Sakuraba... I keep feeling like I'm butchering that name because M-O-T-O-I is a hard English thing Motoi. to do. Motoi. O- Motoi. 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 Uh, also know. did Dark Souls for a modern... Oh, for wow. For a modern... Uh, but, uh, Motoi. but So Mario Golf, Man, here's Koopa a... Park and Shy Guy Desert. Um, both, and the interesting thing is uh, the way I got these tracks was way back in the day uh, when you would actually hook up um, the consoles to stereos and I was just making oh, yeah. soundtracks on cassette tapes. And listening to them that way, um, mm-hmm. because yeah, game music was not a thing that anyone was paying any attention to for anything. Unless, obviously, in Japan it was, but still in the U.S. it was just not known or paid attention to. So you get the sound effects of like birds chirping and stuff because that's the course audio. Mm-hmm. So you will hear some of the audio of the actual background
1: noise. <laughs> but uh,
0: it, I feel like it adds to it. It adds yeah. the sense of being on the course. So yeah. uh, we'll do those two more legit.
1: This is how it appeared in the game. Yeah, in the this game. is yeah. the original, original
3: cut
0: and uh we'll be right back I feel like that's a game that does not get any much recognition at all from the music. And that's Sarta just...
1: Shaggy Desert great. It's, uh, got, it's like... It's all cheerful and upbeat because it's fun. You're playing golf. But there's kind of a mystery to it, too. Tá- yeah, d-
0: it's got the, uh, the, the the generic kind of video game desert noise, which always mm-hmm. suggests mm-hmm. a mystery. Mm-hmm. That there's, like, there's something under all this something, sand. Yeah. But it's still cheerful. It's still cheerful. In Koopa Park, I like that acoustic guitar kind of yeah. just like sitting under a tree in this in this blue sky. Just <coughs> <coughs> oh, So down much down. more fun than real golf yes exactly uh, i can't decide if i want to go into the other mario thing or if i want Mm. to wrap this up because Mm. it's getting close to an hour at this point oh you know what Forget it let's just do it then cutting back to the super nes era i want to do a little bit of mario paint nice mario paint again is like one of those weird spinoff came with a mouse for the super nes with two buttons and a big plastic mouse pad (laughs) and you could like draw on it makes pick you know make sprite stamps and arrange them and Mm-hmm. You could make crude animations that could either be like three frames or sixteen frames. I think like it was just like a very very like my first Photoshop, like literally <laughs> that's what it was. Yeah. Well, Our, well, more uh, like um, MS Paint. So... Yeah, more like my first paint. Uh, it, you know, it had a lot of cool stuff to it, but it also had like a fly swatting mini game that was actually pretty fun um, mm-hmm. as, a, as a diversion. But like I spent, I can't even uh, again when you're that age and have no job and no responsibilities like I can't even right. tell you how many weekends in a row were just playing Mario Paint so a lot of this music is burned into my head so I wanted to play a few songs from that the Water level 2 which I've used in an episode of Talk Radar before so some of you might remember it and then you can also change the sound of the music that would play in the background you could choose between 3 there was Monkey, Push Up, and Space and the Space mm. one I like but it's not really good for listening because it's very <laughs> just like Actually, I can just... Let me just pull it up. So I chose a uh, Monkey and um, Push-Up. So I'll play both of those. But yeah, here's the space music. Ooh. It's it's very cool for relaxing.
2: Just drawing pixelated art on your screen. It's good for that, But yeah. then they
0: also launched that Mario Kart strategy guide. Ah. And I spent... Mm. Which is one of the books I lost when I left Future, by the way, and I still haven't I'm, found that stuff. I'm sorry. I apologize. Man, listen to that
1: bass. Yeah, ambient oh, space wow. music is always a little like this, but I like it. Wow. This is like 2001.
3: <laughs> Ooh. So,
0: so yeah, we'll go into um, the Water music now, and then the monkey theme for when you're tooling around in Mario Paint, and then uh, the push-up theme, and it will be right back. Coming back in, uh, love my Mario, some Mario Paint. One of the things I forgot to mention though, the obvious thing, the music composer in Mario Paint. Right. Which is just a goldmine of just fiddling with stuff. And, I, and, and making like the heart symbol was a baseline and the Game Boy was like a computer noise, and the Fire mm-hmm. Flower was a trumpet. Mm-hmm. And you could just. Before YouTube, again, I would hook up a VCR right. and record like. And that strategy guide had like, here's the Star Wars theme. Here's this song. Here's this mm-hmm. song. And it's like here's just some suggestions to get you thinking. And there's and, like, like a
1: million YouTube videos now, now. of Mario Paint. Like uh, for example, covers. Uh,
0: and there's like a, a web version of the Mario Paint editor that is more oh, robust really? that lets you like loop things. And, and <laughs> God, th- isn't that crazy? It's wow, really cool. I didn't know that existed. Yeah, so it's more robust than what you could get inside the game. But like for example, here's like Sonic Green Hill Zone in Mario Paint. <laughs> Let's see. Tetris theme? Go. The dogs and cats? Ah. This is uploaded by Tom Bob Blender on YouTube. And here's one for you, Henry. Oh, thanks. Yeah. This may be too quiet to even pick up. Family Guy song. It might be too quiet to even pick up. This family we're <laughs> <Ruff, ruff. laughs> moving on uh that brings me to the end of oh, really quick, just uh, it's hard to decide who the composer of Mario Paint is because mm. there's so many weird things, but it lists uh Hirokazu Tanaka, Ryoji Yoshitomi, and Kazumi Totaka, so somewhere uh, in there. oh Totaka yeah, obviously, there we go.
2: old Totokeke yes,
0: um, who is a just look him up. You could do a whole episode on that. that. Well, there's that one YouTube video that goes into that, such great detail. Yeah, that guy explains it better than anyone. Yeah, just look up what what's the good name of that? Like,
2: Toto uh, K... Like, yeah, Toto K.K. Song or something like... Uh,
0: K.K. Song? I don't know. Well, K.K. Slider Song, but well, yeah. Right. Anyway, that hidden song that's in like a crap ton of Nintendo games, and uh, people t- are still discovering it. Kazumi Totaka's song. Yeah, it's like hidden in all kinds of games, like Link's Awakening, Luigi's Mansion, Six Golden Coins, Pikmin Two.
2: I remember when he when they they first aired the like the video appeared, and then like and they said, could you guys keep looking for it? And then like he did like two weeks later, a sequel video of like somebody found it in Luigi's Mansion. Right. Somebody found it in this game that's too. That's crazy. Like, it was yeah. And they're always hidden so well you would never yeah. know. They're ones like why would anybody leave on the
0: pause screen for you know thirteen <laughs> yeah. minutes? Like they wouldn't. But uh so ending the show, um I the only song that is appropriate to end this Mario Kart discussion is the victory lap from Mario Kart sixty four, which of course. is the music mm-hmm. you get when you beat the game normally and then you beat all the reverse tracks, I think it was, mm. and then you beat that. And then you get the real ending of the game, which was credits to this music. And this is like, I did a Game Music of the Day on this back on Radar, like maybe a year or so ago. And it's just, it's, I would never, it. it's hard to ever say a Mario Kart song could be inspiring. But this, <laughs> this is like, the, this song sums up, it sums up that whole like, the chorus going, And really, it felt so celebratory. And I remember like showing it to my friends. Yeah. And they're just like, yeah, it's, well, that's it's all right, I guess. I don't know. And I'm like, uh, no, you don't understand.
1: I think mean, you have to have done it. Like it's so hard that's to true. get to it that like mm-hmm. it needed to be a payoff. And I, I think it was. I remember getting it. Yeah, and, it's like, so good. I did it. And yeah, I don't think anyone else could understand because they didn't go through all the work. And that's your reward. It's that's the true. song. So it's like, oh my
0: god. And the fact that it it was, it's so good. And the fact that it was on that CD, which didn't even have the whole soundtrack on it, mm-hmm. the US soundtrack that came out. Which again, like some of these soundtracks, you could probably find on Amazon because they were official releases but like they were official releases in like 1997 and 8 mm-hmm, so it's mm-hmm. like uh, only collectors are getting money for it if you buy it anyway but uh, a lot of them are pretty cheap but yeah. you know if you can find it that's a great way to listen to these um, i always encourage buying it when you can Mario Kart's one of those franchises where it's really hard to buy any of it mm-hmm. cuz it's just not out there and, and i would I, again it's like if Nintendo puts out a CD of all the Mario Kart music i'll buy it on day 1 well, i'll, I'll bother, buy 10 yeah. <laughs> before we get into that discussion uh, taking us out victory lap Favorite Mario Kart song, uh, even more so than Rainbow Road, actually, when I think about it. Um, And uh, check out Mario Kart 7. I hear it's super awesome. Mm -hmm. And uh, we'll see you next week.